Gee willikers, it's another episode of Buff Nuggets. And if you're in your DeLorean, make sure you get that baby to 88 miles per hour and crank it up to 10 because we're getting this party started right about now. Hey everybody, it's Brian and it's good to be back in front of my lime green microphone with another episode of Buff Nuggets. Last time we talked, I had two special guests from Alaska. We called it the Last Frontier Edition. Um, but that was about a couple months ago. And some of you have been losing sleep. You've been wondering, where have I been? I've been here, guys. I've been here in front of a computer doing all the things. And I missed this. Um, so I had to get back into it. I had to make time um, to, to make another episode of Buff Nuggets. And, and this is truly a buffet of nuggets. This one right here. No, no huge thematic topics for today's episode. I just want to give you some updates uh, and then kind of leave you with some some motivation. Um, So I just want to start with uh, just some really good news that happened here in Northeast Georgia. I was invited to get vaccinated with one of the local school systems here. Um, And I I just, I thank all the people who made that possible, all the people, you know, who were, I mean, you think about, you know, people right now are very scared or, um, concerned about, you know, getting the vaccination. I was wondering about the people who actually had to do this before everybody else could get it. You know, how did those people feel? Um, so thank you. Those people who were like the first who were like, like, I only, like, I only know what's going to happen and I'm going to turn into Wolverine or something when I get this. So thank you to all those people, all the scientists. Um, I do believe science is a thing, by the way, I will say that out loud. I'm not afraid. Um, but yeah, science is a thing if you are listening. Um, and maybe I can elaborate on another episode. Um, Oh, yeah. So I do have to teach you another word. Um, I'm not going to flaunt it. My vaccination is kind of nice. Um, I feel a little bit of ease maybe when I'm outside around people. But, you know, if you if I heard that if you really flaunt your vaccination, like you just up in people's face, but yo, I'm vaccinated. You're not. What's up with you? You're a bad person that those people are called vax holes. And I, I don't want to be a vax hole. So, um, you know, maybe you're okay, you're comfortable with that, but I, I choose not to be. So vax hole, that's your new vocabulary word of the day. I don't know if I'd put that on the board at your school, but it's a, it's, it's an interesting word to say. Um, what else is new? I've, I've been learning how to sail a sailboat. It's, it kind of makes me think of that Tom Petty song. I'm learning to fly. I'm learning to fly. But this one's like, I'm learning to sail but I've got wings because you actually really do have wings. It's amazing. Like remember I talked about science, all the science that goes in to sailing um, because on my bucket list, I want to sail around Florida. I don't know why um, other than it sounds awesome. Some Jimmy Buffett, eat some shrimp. Maybe I can shrimp or catch shrimp on the back of my sailboat. I haven't looked, I haven't watched any YouTube videos on that yet. Um, I want to give a shout out to Michael. He's my instructor. Uh, he's also in the, in, he's in the technology, does some awesome things here in Georgia and beyond. Uh, he showed me the ropes, but really in the sailing world, world, it's not called ropes. They're called sheets. See, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's funny, right? He showed me the ropes. He showed me the sheets. Those are all like really the ropes on the sailboat. And there's a bunch of them, a bunch of names, a lot of terminology. Uh, funny thing about Michael is like, Brian, I want to make sure you don't get laughed out of a pub, laughed out of a bar because you're calling things the wrong name. 
when it comes to sailing. So thank you, Michael, so much for, for making sure I can get on the open waters and uh, and do business and do my very best, uh, Chris Farley, on the sailboat. For those who know that movie and know that scene, it's awesome. Uh, what about family? Um, I, I do like to let you guys have kind of some updates on family. I, I do think authenticity is a great way to to engage with people and you guys can want to be relatable as possible. Um, I don't just want to be on technology all day. I promise you it gets old. Um, you know, I had LASIK back last summer. I'm taking eye drops because my eyes are dry because I keep staring at a screen. Um, but you know, I've got my, my little girl, she just started soccer and she loves it. Am I right? So if you're a, if you're a, if you're a parent, I know a lot of parents who kids are in sports, it gets you, it, it makes you really proud. Like my kid, he's doing, she's doing this thing. He's doing this thing. And they're not just playing and loving; they're aggressive and they're passionate. Um, and anything that's outside with people, with community, I'm like, yeah, sign sign my children up, sign me up. I want to be there. Um, you know, as for my son, he actually allowed me to DJ his eighth grade social. You know, they, they didn't do the dance this year um, due to all the many different circumstances, but they did an outside social. It was kind of fun. He said. I asked him, I said, Hey, can, can I, is it okay? They asked me to, to DJ your, your social. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's cool. And he's kind of still at the age where that's, that's still fun. And um, I appreciate it. So here's the biggest downfall of the whole event is I played quad city DJs. Come on, ride that train. And I was like, man, the kids are going to love this. It's, it's a, you know, it's a no brainer. Well, guess what? Nobody's into it. The, the children are just looking at me like, like what? What is wrong with you? And right when I think I'm, I'm done. I've lost all credibility. My child will never let me do anything again. I had another eighth grader come up to me and says, "Hey, Mr. DJ, can you play some Hall and Oates?" I was like, "What? What is what is going on? They're they're okay with Hall and Oates, and then some other kid wants some Ario Speedwagon, but they're not okay with come on ride that train." Man, what a what a crazy world we live in. But yeah, we had a wonderful time. Um, it was good to see children, especially after a very difficult year, just outside socializing and uh, and being happy and, and playing different games with football and Frisbee and just laughing. It was something like I just miss. I miss seeing children interact that way. I did get to make my international debut. Um, I have, even though I've, I make content and people, yes, from outside the country get to see it and benefit from it. I actually had a school system, the Mi'kmaq school system in Nova Scotia, Canada, allow me to work with their educators over the last couple months. Um, I want to thank Kim McKinnon for inviting me to do that. Kim was actually at one of my sessions at the at the Future of Educational Technology Conference, abbreviation FETC, a year ago. And she came to one of my sessions. And I think I was, I was galloping in like um, I was galloping, I was just galloping into some macho man, Randy Savage intro I purchased off Fiverr. Um, and then she's like, you know what? In Nova Scotia, we need more Randy Savage, macho man, Brian Buffington, buff nuggets. And, um, it was so awesome because some, you, you don't know, like, I don't know much about Canada other than their musicians and maybe the Mounties, like they're like their version of maybe police. Um, but you never know. Like I don't know if Georgia things. I talk about Georgia things or USA things if it ever translates. But it did. It was a lot of fun. We got to learn about each other and kind of their, some of their culture and, and they're actually trying to preserve some native languages there. Um, and I got to show them some really interesting interesting things. I was eating from a gas station close by. Um, but yes, I talked a lot about Justin Bieber, Celine Dion, 
And you know what? I asked them about their favorite artists and they acted like there were better options. And I'm, I'm just not sure that's even possible. It's better than Bieber, better than Celine Dion. Ah, come on. Yeah, but yes, they do have some local faves, some regional faves that they were quick to let me know that there's more out there than just these pop icons that we we enjoy here in the States. Um, a lot of you know, I do love giving away t-shirts. I love making people joyful when they get one of these, you know, my Google, I, you know, I teach things that I teach things that can't be Googled shirts and I have a new one that says work your quirk. It's a beautiful design by my friend, Jason Fowler here in Clarksville, Georgia. I had it printed locally with Jason Hogan, his people there turned out awesome. It's not like this Pepto-Bismol pink shirt, bright colors, very 90 ish, but it says work your quirk and just celebrating the differences that teachers and students have and how vital they are right now in a world where we have a lot of people, they feel like they have to be contained and they all have to be the same, but no, I want to celebrate the crazy. So work your quirk. I've been, I've been um, kind of showing those off, but I, I actually did something else other than shirts. I was, I was browsing the Insta, you know, maybe a couple months ago and I saw this arcade company. I know I was real deep on the Instagram and they were offering a really sweet pink and mint leopard print mask. It's, just imagine this. It's beautiful. I mean, if you could think a mask is beautiful in a crisis, but it was beautiful. And they had these little hem tags or like little individually sewn tags that had their branding on it. So I was like, I contacted them because it's 2021. You could just talk to people and ask them questions and they want to help. Am I right? People who are listening, am I right? Just get on Twitter, get on Instagram. If you see something cool, just talk to people. I think there's just wonderful Beautiful, nice people out there who want to help you. And they kind of led me in the right direction where to get these supplies. And I called up mother-in-law Janie. I was like, yo, Janie, mother-in-law. Now, I don't need you to make hoe cakes for me, but can you please sew some mask for me? And the idea was, I just wanted something fun, giveaway, and just something that educators could be like, you know, I'm I'm looking quirky. I'm looking I'm looking fun. I'm just really just bring some, bring some smile, even though you can't see the smiles underneath the mask. That's what I was, I was going for. Um, I wanted to give those away. So I did. I actually had about 30, 40 masks. I said to my newsletter subscribers, it was like 33 masks. I'm going to give them away. I'm going to pay for shipping. And I'm telling you, within seven minutes, they were all gone. Like, and that was, and I felt a little bad. So I called up Janie. He's like, yo, Janie. I don't really say that, but it's like, yo, Janie. Hey, can you make some more masks? And she was very kind. She said, Brian, I'll make 50 more limited edition. No more masks. So I, we're taking pre-orders now. I think we're already giving away about, not, they're not, now these, there's a cost to these, but it's, it's mainly just the cost of the items themselves. I'm not, you know, trying to retire and take my sailboat down the Caribbean with this money. This is just really for fun. And pretty much people are paying the cost. It's like 15 bucks for a shirt and a mask that includes shipping. I'm losing money. It's that awesome, everybody. So there's about 35 spots left on that. I'll put the Google form in the link in case you're wondering and you'd like to get some of that now what about upcoming buff events and so let's look to the future we're talking about the past let's look to the future so next year is looking like five thousand percent more fun than last year yes we all had fun online some of us had more fun than others we did the very best we could staring at screens um, managing simultaneously hybrid uh, virtual face-to-face -face students, but you know what? Next year, I'm really excited about actually seeing people being in the same room with or without a mask. You know, I'll still wear mine if I need to, but you know what? 
I'm just, I, my heart's fluttering right now just thinking about it. I miss those days. So that's coming up. I do know I'm, I'll be speaking at the annual Pioneer RISA conference. That's a Northeast Georgia thing for our leaders. That's a big event we put on. And that's limited uh, capacity because of COVID. I'm pretty sure it's all, all those seats are already taken uh, for, for those who are, who are in that leadership position in Northeast Georgia. If you're listening and you're from Northeast Georgia and you want to attend, make sure you contact Pioneer RISA and say, hey, you got any spots left? Carly, she's the one you want to talk to. Um, I got lots of pre-planning keynotes and PD, especially for late July, early August. I will be taking my third trip. I've been uh, traveling to Alaska each August, uh, you know, for not the COVID year, not last year, but the couple years before. So I'm going back and I'll be taking an, a, an old friend with me. His name's Matt uh, from Terrytown, Georgia. He's never been to Alaska, so I get to show him the sites and I will be you know, probably visiting a couple schools while I'm there too. It's mainly for pleasure. We're going to check out the sites, but I do want to, you know, visit a couple schools and uh, share some buff nuggets with some of the people there. Love Alaska. Love working with the people there. Uh, Can't wait to be back. And I want to close with this. And we're going to get into the heartfelt message of this episode. So I just kind of gave you a little summary of updates and buff nuggets, but I had a principal here locally who, and we need to hear these stories, y'all. We need to hear these stories. She goes, Brian, my heart is broken. And then my heart started to break when she told me what happened. She goes, Brian, we had a couple of students, elementary school students, fourth grade students who were on TikTok. And I'm not picking on TikTok. I'll just stay with me here. They were on TikTok and they had come across some account profile that encouraged suicide, kind of showed how to make suicide happen. Um, and making it look like a very positive thing, uh, telling their story with the you know with this this very relevant technology um, called TikTok. He said, Brian, these two students they were so you know so in depth intertwined with this person and this this profile on TikTok that you know they they had to be referred to services like they had to get help. These are fourth graders that you know that were contemplating suicide. And I have a lot of parents who are listening to me right now. I have educators who are listening to to me right now. And y'all listen, I love a good dance video, just like everybody else. I'm all about the YouTube. I'm on the Insta. You know, I'm a geezer. I'm on Facebook. I do all the things. All right. But, you know, when it comes to children and it comes to social media, it is a very hands-on thing. You know, it is work. It requires lots from parents. And those who are listening, you're probably like, you, you're like, yes, I get it, Brian. I see people who are struggling with this. But we need to be telling others. This is super sad. Um, you know, I have child, I have a child who's, who's around this age. I just can't contemplate, you know, how, how awful that would be as a parent to find out that my child was thinking about that and how I want to help them. But and this goes for Instagram, this goes for TikTok, this goes for YouTube. There are many different avenues for children to be caught up in the wrong in the wrong thing and the wrong crowd. And like, well, Brian, it's safer than you know getting kidnapped, uh, being out on the street, right? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't hear lots of stories about you know white vans picking up kids anymore. Like you know they're all inside and they're on their phones, and we've got a serious issue in our world, in our country, in my state, in my city here in Georgia. And I know some of these things are happening around you. So I just, I want to bring some awareness there. And, and if, 
if you're a parent and you're, and you're at that age, your child's at that age, and you have to make a decision about phones and, and technology, I'm going to put it in a very simple way. Is the, the benefit of having a device, whether it's a phone or an unsupervised iPad or unsupervised computer, is the benefit of having that worth the cost? Is it worth all the other unsafe things that could affect your child? So a lot of times technology is given to children for safety. Usually it's like, hey, call me if you need something. You know, call me if you need a ride. Something bad happens, call me. I get that. But, I mean, that's a big but, y'all. Listen, super humongous but. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, cancel out the numerous temptations um, that are out there that are trying to ensnare children, um, especially young children. You know, when they get older, if you could drive a car and drive a 2,000-pound vehicle down the road, and, you know, you could probably be trusted with the phone. I would hope so, okay? But, you know, especially these younger children, I mean, do they need that? Do they need it? Do they need it? Is it worth it? Now, listen, also, parents, guardians, teachers, do you have the time to manage it? Because it's crazy out there right now. I mean, we got people doing three or four side gigs uh, to, you know, to make things work. They want to you know, give a better life to your children. They want to do other things with their children, with, you know, sports and stuff. Do you have the time to manage technology? And if you don't, don't feel bad about it. Just own it. Be like, you know what? I don't have time to do all this. You know, we're going we're gonna to hold off on personal cellular devices right now. There'll be a time we do that, um, and we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So y'all make good decisions. And I want you to have the most wonderful day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Um, and please, please do this. Share the buff magic with someone. Share the love with someone. Call somebody, text somebody right now and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Let me know if I could do something for you. You know, that's what I want. That's what we need right now in 2021. And I can't wait to see you all as soon as possible in some kind of school event, either if it's online, face-to-face, or maybe just through my newsletter. Hey, y'all have a wonderful day. See ya. Bye. All right, all right. Thank you so much for taking time of your busy day to check out my latest episode of Buff Nuggets. Um, If you haven't done already, please hit that subscribe button and make sure you get a little notification every time there's new content coming out. Um, I would like to make this more of a regular process and not just uh, when I can. So I do have a feeling, I have a vibe. There'll be a lot more of these to come uh, with special guests as well. Um, I did mention the, in the in the notes, in the show notes here, you can see uh, there's a special link if you'd like to get that $15 shirt and mask combo, which is a steal, by the way. That includes shipping. Um, we have 50 of those. My mother-in-law is going to make those masks. And I can't wait to get those in some hands from people who would really like to have a, a really fly, super fly looking mask. And if you haven't done already, uh, sign up for my newsletter. So you'll get the most up-to-date information on what I'm doing, uh, things I'm learning when it comes to educational technology and where I will be. And you have an amazing day. Thanks, guys. Buffs out.